Hi, I'm Adam Malik, and thanks for tuning in to the enhanced media portion of the April 2022 issue of Cars Magazine. We're featuring part of our conversation today with Andrew Shepard. He's the Senior Director of Industry Programs and Executive Director of ICAR Canada at the Automotive Industries Association of Canada. We kicked off the discussion by getting his high-level view on the collision industry. Here's what he had to say. The industry is in the middle of a technological revolution on par with uh, some of the biggest in the world. We're at the end of the internal combustion engine era. And, uh, you know, we can have a debate about where we are in that transition and, you know, how many years there are to go. But it's right on the doorstep where the point where collision repairs are fixing new electric and battery vehicles. Uh, and they're starting to see them on a regular basis and it's the real prevalence of them is is quite imminent within within a couple of years you know and that produces massive pressure on the people who are kind of on the edge the ones that are on the edge financially maybe age-wise uh, and see the required investment is just too much. Mm-hmm. So we're certainly going to see a lot of churning in the numbers of shops and that the exit of, of certain shops, it certainly leaves the rest of the marketplace to the investors, the forward thinkers. Yeah, you mentioned claims mm-hmm. frequency is down. That's just mm-hmm. because of traveling, but mm-hmm. severity is up. How is that impacting the industry? The so far it looks like a bit of a balance. There's there's certainly a forecast that the decrease in claims severity is going to increase, and and that naturally the more ADAS, the fewer the collisions are going to happen, and it just provokes the. And again, I don't know what to call them, and I want to be careful about this. But the people who've decided they're going to stay in the industry and profit from this over the next 10, 20, 30 years are going to have to deal with that uh, more technological repairs, more cost of repairs than there used to be. Begs the question about insurer compensation, but there's a life, a a very good living to be had in the industry uh, for the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. Cycle counts. Cycle counts are very important. When you can't get the parts in time or, you know, it's costing more to get them if you got to get them somewhere else. How, how is that impacting the relationship? Because, you know, the, long, the longer that car sits in the shop, the more insurance got to pay for rental car or whatnot. Yeah, well, I, those particular items to me are well handled by the insurance industry. They see the regional and industry metrics about uh, rental times and, and cycle time for mo- a lot of shops has been driven about as fast as it can go. But what the insurers are not recognizing is training time and labor costs. It's very easy to see the increase of the parts and uh, cost, and that can be passed along to the insurers quite visibly. But tracking investments in training and, uh, you know, equipment, repair equipment, is uh, the insurers are not naturally bent to see that. Trends in terms of driving, how do you see that impact the industry? You know, some companies are going back to work now, but, you know, we're going towards a more remote hybrid type of work style. Yeah. How do you see that impacting the uh, the industry? 
Well, very interestingly, the kilometers driven have at least rebounded from pre-COVID. So, you know, a year ago, I would have predicted some pretty dramatic changes in miles driven and kilometers driven, but we've seen that rebound completely. And it, it might suggest that people are using their cars for, you know, family and and more travel outside of work, but it looks like the commuting change uh, so far has, we haven't seen an effect of that. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And, and, you know, time will tell, but people tend to like getting out in their cars. If you could tell every shop owner, this is the biggest opportunity you have, this is the biggest challenge you have, what would you say to them? They're one and the same. Okay. And and if you were um, around in 1900 and saw the first uh, Model T driving down the road, <laughs> most of us would have said, no way, man. This is just a fad. My horse is scared. I'm not going to worry about it. Um, if you had been ready for the internet in around 1995, you know, would you have been able to forecast the change in your world in that time? So the changes are getting faster, and there's definitely going to be a swath of the industry uh, either unprepared or unready to to make those really big shifts. And that means that those people will drop out. To be honest, the techs who have worked there, many of them will be free for the other shops. Uh, and the rest of the shops are going to pick up the slack and collect in volume what they may be losing in ac- accident frequency. So the biggest challenge is technological change, and it is the biggest opportunity to. Thanks again for tuning into the Enhanced Media portion of the Cars 2022 issue. We'll chat again soon.